Happy New Year, Faith Promise. Wow, come on, let's shout it at every campus on the count of three. Are you ready? One, two, three. Happy New Year. Man, it's great to see you guys. Welcome to the house of God, the first worship event of 2015. Man, we are thrilled. It is going to be an amazing year, whether you're at Campbell County, Anderson County, where you're at the new location for North Knoxville, whether you're looking at a, cons- a, a computer screen or a television on the internet campus around the world, whether you're at Blount County or Pellissippi, welcome. We are thrilled that you chose to worship with us this weekend. It is so exciting to have you here. Now, let me tell you, in the name of Jesus, 2015 is going to be the greatest year that you have ever had. You, your family, your business, your ministry, your small group, Not only is it going to be the greatest year in the name of Jesus that you have had to date, but I believe it is going to be the greatest year that we as a spiritual family have ever experienced. It's going to be a year of God answering prayer. Some of you have prayed and asked God for things for decades. 2015 is going to be the year that God comes through. It is going to be a year of personal growth and development. I pray that you've already finished your personal growth plan for 2015 and you're already on target and on task. It's going to be a great year for your devotional life, your time with God. It's going to be the greatest year that we have ever had as far as growth. We December was amazing, a storied Christmas, literally one of the best series we've ever done. We've hit 2015 like a holy hammer from heaven. The momentum of God, the breath of God has been breathed on us. And January is just going to skyrocket into February. It's going to be the greatest year that we have ever had. And I cannot wait to see what God is going to do in your life, in the life of our church. Now, I hope that, again, one of the reasons I love a new year is because it's like a fresh start. Now, we know In God's economy, it's the same. But for us, it's sort of an emotional reset. It's a a do-over. And so we get to start. I hope that you picked up your booklet, Planted in the House of the Lord. We've been giving them out the last couple weekends of 2014 to get you ready for 2015. And so I hope you've got this. And if you'll remember, our theme for 2014 was a hundredfold harvest, and we saw it. If you missed last weekend, it was literally a highlight reel of 2014. Miracles, souls, baptisms, stories across all of our campuses. It it just rocked. And so I want to really, man, if, if you didn't, if you were gone, if you were out of town, go back and podcast last weekend. If you hadn't got one of these because you were gone, pick one up at any of our campus this weekend because what we have in it is the way we started 2014, which gave us great anointing of God. That is, we've got our Bible reading plan. Some of you started, and come on, let's be real, you quit. Now, you know, it might have been June, may have been somewhere, but you didn't make it. You get to start over. Also, there's a 21-day fasting that begins Monday. We, we do it every year to really just, again, start the year right, however you choose to fast, in those 21 days of fasting, I've written a 21-day devotion. There's prayer issues, there's thoughts, all kind of stuff. There, again, there's a Bible reading plan. Grab that so that we can all be on the same page, reading the same word together, praying, asking God to move. So our theme for 2015 is this, planted in the house of the Lord. Now let me ask you a question. If you're listening, Sam, 
Come on. All right, good. Every campus, listen. How many of you have faith to believe with me that God is going to send revival to every single campus? Come on. Somebody shout it. Believe it. Let God know. Come on. Every campus. Amen. Praise God. Yes, we believe it. Now, let me ask you another question. All right, come on, come on. Let me ask you a question. How many of you want to flourish in 2015? You, If you're married or you have a family, you want it to flourish. Your small group, your ministry, your 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 business, whatever God has placed in front of you. How many of you want to flourish? Come on, let me see those hands. Come on, every one of us. Who, who says 2015, I want to fail, I really want to suck in 2015? Nobody. We want it to be a great year. Well, the Bible says those who are planted in the house of the Lord they will be the ones to flourish. So listen, if you want to flourish, a prerequisite, what you have to do is you have to be planted if you're going to flourish. Our theme verse for the year, I'm challenging, this could be your first memory verse for this year, three verses. The righteous man or woman will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted where? In the house of the Lord. They will flourish. That's twice. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still yield fruit in old age. Listen, our retirees not about taking trips to Branson and Gatlinburg, and it is about serving God until he calls us home. They shall be full of sap and very green. So our theme is planted in the house of the Lord. Now let me tell you what is clearly stated in that in that passage. Let me tell you what God absolutely seals that his seriousness and what is the will of God and that is for you and for me, for all of us who are born again, who name the name of Jesus, who follow after God to be planted in a house. Planted in the house of God in his house. Planted means to have roots that are that are down deep, that, that you've been in the house and you're developing relationships and roots into the Word of God and roots into the family of God. To be planted means you are stationary in the house of God. It doesn't mean you're going from church to church to ministry to conference to blog to everything that you can find. It is, it is that you are planted, firmly established in the house of the Lord. And what is His house? But His church, His gathering. Now, uh, again, see, if, you, if you're hopping every two or three years, church to church to church, you will never allow your roots, spiritual roots, to develop into a house. Planted means being faithful in our culture of, of ease of mobility and transportation. Let me tell you what's happening. People are attending fewer and fewer weekends. They're committed but they're gone 15, 20, 25 weekends a year. It's very difficult to be planted when you come irregularly. He, you know what irregularity will do to you? Hebrews 10, 25 says this, not forsaking our own what? Assembling together as the habit of some. Some people already, the New Testament, the ink wasn't even dry and they'd already quit gathering for worship, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching or drawing near. We are not to forsake the assembling together as we come. See, the only way to be planted in the house of God is to be, is to be assembling. When the people have got assemble, you assemble. That means you're, you get in there. But, but what I've watched is I've watched people bounce from church to church to church to church. 
And let me tell you, when you bounce, you bonsai. Now, this is a bonsai tree from my office at the Pellissippi campus. It's a bonsai tree. It's really cool for decorations. It's miniature. Matter of fact, if you really work on one, you could get an orange tree, and it will produce little bitty oranges, but the fruit, you can't eat it. Why? Because the tree's not right. See, a bonsai is great for decoration, but it's not good for your heart. This is not the desire of your heart that it be bonsai, that it be dwarfed. So many saints today, people who name the name of Jesus say, I don't need, to, I don't need church. Man, I get the word of God otherwise. I don't need that. And what people do is they go to a place for a while and they go to another place. The only way for this tree to bonsai is every so often, I, you got to grab this tree right here. I'm not going to do it. But you pull it out and you cut the roots off. You cut the roots off, and then you replant this tree. See, that makes it small. That makes it, it dwarfs it. It miniaturizes it. This will never achieve its potential because the roots are continually cut off. So if you're not planted in the house of God, come on, somebody said me, planted. One, two, three. Planted in the house of God, you will end up being spiritually bonsai or spiritually dwarfed. Even again, the number of weekends that, that committed people attend it, it has dropped, it's decreased. That's one of the first reasons we did an internet campus. So if you're gone, you can get online. You can stay connected to the house and the people of God that you love. It's critical. Man, don't dwarf your potential. Get planted in the house in the house, Lord. Let me let me just tell you what the word of God is clear. There is no substitute. If you're listening, Sam, there is no substitute. For the local church, for a people of God in a region who meet. There's no way. See, the Bible promise us, promises us in Psalms 92 that we can flourish, but only if we are planted. The, 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 in the New Testament, our assembly is ekklesia. It is a compound word of two Greek words, ek, from out of, called out of, and lasia, which is assembly. And so what we are, the house of God, is we are a called out assembly. We're not like the Kiwanis Club or the Lions Club. They're great social clubs. But that's not what we are. We are the people of God, called by God to assemble, to worship our God. And when we do that continually over and over, you will begin to develop roots and relationships and the Word of God and the community of God, and you will flourish. When people yank themselves up and cut their roots off, they never think, well, this is going to keep me from flourishing. See, the word flourish means to break forth or to bud. To, to break forth, to bud. And, and this is a, this is a, uh, a, a flower blooming. And you get to watch it, you know, in time-lapsed video. See, it doesn't open and bloom in just a minute. There, there is time that's required. So if you want to, to, to bloom, then you're planted in the house of the Lord. You get to flourish, you get to blossom, or you get breakthroughs. That, that, baby, that baby plant breaks through. There are breakthroughs for you in the house of God. Oh, no, I can worship God on the lake. I can worship God on the golf course. There's no breakthroughs at the lake. 
There are no breakthroughs on the golf course. There's no spiritual revelation that's going to happen. But when you get with the people of God and you're waiting on God and you're connecting with God, there is a blossom, there is a flourishing, there is a breakthrough. Come on, anybody want a breakthrough? Somebody give God praise. Come on, every campus. Now, wow, come on. That's what it's about. So if you want to, if you really want to flourish, then planting is a prerequisite. After 33 years of watching Christians, what I call nomadic Christians. You know how many people today in America named that image Jesus and are not involved at all in a local church? It will boggle your mind. But nomadic Christians who wander who wonder in this, you know, living in a tent, moving here and there, gathering and moving, gathering and moving, never developing roots. Then they wonder why their kids grow up and don't go to church. They wonder why God's not doing what they thought God would do in their life because they're not developing, they're not flourishing because they don't have deep roots that, that suck into the, the, the Word of God. See, we want to be rich soil. Fertile ground, a prosperous cedar of Lebanon breaking out. It's the results of what? Come on, somebody help me. <laughs> That's exactly right. That flourishing is the result of being planted. So it leaves a question. Okay, Pastor, I, I believe that. So what house do I plant in? And I'm not talking about which campus, because you can go whichever campus if they promise you want to, but, but what church should I be involved with? Well, let me... Let me just say, God already knows what church you should be involved with. Remember, he said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 8, that God knows what you need what before you ask him. He already knows. And so ask God, God, is this the house for me? Do you want me to plant in this house? Let me give you seven. If you're a note taker, let me give you seven thoughts or seven questions, seven areas that I think you need to consider about the house that you are going to connect that you're going to become part of the core, that you're going to develop a relationship with. Let's, let's do it. Number one is there will be a, a witness of your spirit. You will come and there will be a witness. Maybe not the first weekend, but you come for a while and there's a witness that God is here and the people have, that love God here and that there's a witness that, wow, I, I, this, is, this is for me. Now, you may from a traditional background, and we crank the music up, and we, man, we praise the Lord, and you say, I, I don't know these songs. This is new. So it's different, but it is, it is, there's a witness of your spirit. Come on. You know what I'm talking about? Thousands of you get it. Number two, you will be challenged. You will be spiritually challenged. You're going to be to achieve your full potential. You know what just really bothers me? That there are millions of people sitting in pews all over America this weekend, not being challenged. They're fed paddlum, they're put their pampers on, and they're burped on the way out. But there's not a pastor, there's not a man of God that is challenging them to rise up by faith and be all that God called them to be. They will never achieve their full potential, and they will stand before the judgment seat of Christ, the Bema, having unfulfilled expectations of God on them because they didn't rise by faith. There are a lot of people that, that kind of faith promise for a while, and you know what? They quit. You know why? Because they don't want to be challenged to the level that we challenge people. That's okay. We are never backstroking because people don't, don't want to receive a challenge. Jesus said, deny yourself, take up your, that's right, cross, and follow me daily. 
He didn't say a prayer, prayer, and drive by church four weekends a year. He said, deny yourself, take up your cross. So you'll be challenged. Number three, you'll fit in. You'll fit in. Now, first weekend, you don't know your way around. It takes a while. There's some effort that's involved. You need to, you need to go to our next steps, uh, the, the events. You need to connect. You need to get in a group. You need to begin serving. You need to put forth some Eve. People come a couple weeks, well, I didn't make any new friends. Well, you know what? There are people walk through the door. Your attitude is King Kong. What you said, people walk through the door. I'm, I'm always working the doors. And you can tell when they walk in, if you say hello, I'm shooting you in the face. I'm killing you. And so people walk in and nobody talks to them because they've got, they're surrounded by this attitude that if you talk to me, and they leave and said, I knew it. Church is not familiar. I'm never going back. Nobody spoke to me. You didn't want anybody to speak to you because if you come to one of our campuses, man, there are people that are going to love you in Jesus' name. Is that right, Faith Promise? Somebody help me. Amen. Yes, we're going to love you. So you're going to fit in. Number four, four, you will agree with the vision and the value. You get those in when we, our next step experiences. You can go on our website and see them. But, you know, and Amos 3.3 says this, How can two men walk together unless they have made an appointment? Or King James says, unless they agree. And so if we're going to walk together, if we're going to develop roots together, if we're going to be planted in the house of God together, then we have to agree where we're going. And let me, let me tell you what we're all about. We're about making it hard to go to hell from East Tennessee. We're about... And you're going to find more next month as we celebrate our 20th anniversary together. What, what's happened and then where we're going the next 20, it's going to absolutely just rock your face up. It's going to be great. But, but you're, going to, you're going to agree, not with everything. I'd go back five years ago and not agree with everything I believed. But, but you're going to agree. Number five, you're going to be equipped to serve. Because God saved you for you to serve. Save people, serve God. Now, there's no question, and probably 75% of the people that are here this weekend are not serving in any capacity in the body of God. It's hard to develop roots and flourish if you're not serving and honoring the Lord. So we'll help you. Go to, next step, go, to, go, to, go to the Next Steps experience. Try some things out. Experiment. Go to different ministries. Find out what, what, where God is calling you, where God has uniquely equipped you and, and anointed you and called you so that you can do all that God wants you to be. So we want to equip you. Number six, are you ready? Y'all still with me? All right, amen. Number six, you're going to have some good spiritual food. You're, you're going to find some spiritual food. Now, we have worship, and we have the Word of God on the weekend. And then we have small group for every age group, preschool, children, mid-high, senior high, and adult. Every single age group, it is our goal that every one of you be in, a, be in a small group Bible study for spiritual formation, for community, for accountability, that you would grow into all that God wants you to be. Now, there should be some spiritual food. But the goal of feeding, the goal of feeding, you know, when, when, I, when I keep my granddaughter, J.L., I feed her because she feeds herself. It's, it's messy. It's, 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 you know, you got to put her just in her little pamper and put her in the seat and let her go to town on some mashed potatoes. It ought to be on America's Funniest Videos. But I feed her. You know why? But when she's three, I won't feed her anymore. Her mom and dad won't feed her anymore. It's our goal to train her to feed herself. And it's our goal to raise you up to a level of discipline that you're able to open the Word of God every day. Our Bible reading plan, 
that you're able to hear from God for yourself. We believe in a priesthood of the believer. We are kings and priests unto our God, and that you will get in the Word of God, and God will speak to you, and God will change you. Let me give you one more. If it's the right house for you, you're going you're gonna to develop a sense of belonging. Now, that doesn't happen in one visit. Come on. It, it is, that's not how it works. It takes some time for you to get acquainted, to learn what's going on around here. To you know, for, for a ton of you that are new, or maybe this is your first weekend, new year, new church, whatever. I don't, I don't know what brought you or where you are. But, but we come and, and, and we, we don't know all that's going on. And so, man, I'm just, get involved, wade on in. It's amazing to me. Really, it's mind-boggling. How many people would say, Pastor, it is a desire of my heart to flourish. My marriage to flourish if you're married. You want your kids to flourish. That you really have a holy hunger deep within your heart that you want to flourish but you won't get planted. Just amazing. People that want things, but they're not willing to do what God says you have to do. Those that flourish are going to be those that are planted. Does that make sense? Those that are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish like the cedars of Lebanon, like a palm tree. Now, you go talk to a farmer. Last year, we had Farmer Matt. But you go talk to a farmer, and you... You ask that farmer, but you don't have any agricultural background. Some people have a you know green thumb. I've told my wife she has a, a brown arm because she kills any plant we, we bring into the home. So growing something is difficult. It's just not easy. There's so many factors, sunlight, or even this right here. I've killed several bonsais in my office. This is doing very well. Soon it's going to have to be bonsai again. There are sun and there's water and there's fertilizer or food. For the to be to, to flourish, all those things. There's so many factors if you want to grow something. Well, if you want to grow yourself, you want to flourish, you'll be planted in the house of the Lord. There's a lot. Let me tell you, in John 15, 5, 15, 1, Jesus said, I'm the true vine, and my father is the what? Vine dresser. What's a vine dresser? A farmer. It's a farmer over a, a vineyard. My father is the vine dresser. Our God is the farmer. And our God is over. He's the vine where all the life flows to into the church and into the people of God. And he's the ultimate farmer. And God wants you to be, God wants you to flourish. But God knows. He created it. That if you don't have roots, this just a deep taproot that's that's this this continually bearing into the house of God and the word of God and the spirit of God and the people of God, you won't have the nourishment. You'll be You'll be dwarfed. You, you simply won't be all that God wants you. you. You won't flourish. You won't produce fruit. Jesus in John 15 said that if you abide in me and I abide in you, the same will bear much fruit. So 2015 is a new year. It, it, and we're in a new series. Small things, small changes, big difference. So I'm asking you to make one small change. Put church, put worship, put the assembly in your calendar this year, not once a month, but every weekend, be at one of our campuses, drill in, and let me tell you, God will help you, because if you drill in and you get connected, again, I really want to challenge all of us, there's probably 3,000 all across our, our campuses this weekend that are not in the core, and you need to finish one thing. You, you know you're in the core because you have a faith promise coin. 
And so you're, you're, you're not yet in the core, either you're not giving or you're not going to group or you're not, you know, you're not serving or there's another way. Because, see, once you're planted in the house of God, then you help all the new plants get rooted. So you get connected, you get committed, you get in the core, then all the new people that are coming in 2015, you will help connect them. And as you help connect others, God will deepen your taproot and you will flourish. Come on, I'll say that word, man, count it through. Ready? One, two, three. Flourish. That's what we all want. Matter of fact, it said in Psalms 92, you'll be like a cedar. The cedars of Lebanon, those majestic, awesome trees that are deep and that withstand those great winds. It said that you, in verse 14, it said you will be green and very full of sap. You will be, you'll be yielding fruit in your old days. They'll be full of sap and green. Green means life. I've killed a bunch of trees in my yard in the last several years accidentally, and I'll go grab a branch and break it. If it pops, it's, 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 it's brittle, pop, I know it's dead. But if it doesn't break easy and then it's green, I know that it's alive. And see, God wants to put his life through you. I am the vine, Jesus said. My father's the vine dresser. And through the vine will flow the sap. You will produce fruit. You will be very green. You will be in the courts, it says, of the Lord. You, man, in the courts of God, there's victory. In the courts of the Lord, there is peace. In the courts of the Lord, there is praise. In the courts of the Lord, there are miracles and worship. It's unbelievable. You see, when you are planted in the house, Lord, you are surrounded, faith promise, by people that love you, by church. Come on, you guys, man, y'all love the people you're sitting around. We love this church. Come on, somebody give Jesus some praise in the house. Every campus, amen. Oh, man, thank you, Lord. I don't know if you can tell it, but. I'm excited about this new year. I am fired up. So are you planted? Are you new? Maybe you just pop in and it's a new year and I thought, well, New Year's resolution, I ought to go to church. What's your next step? For some of you, listen, let me tell you what your next step is. Listen, your next step is coming back next weekend. You say, but I don't, I don't usually go to church. On the, I don't usually go to church. Well, come Saturday night. Come Sunday morning. Go to one of our campuses close to you. If you well, there's not one. There's going to be one soon because we're going to be like Walmart. We're just taking over. So it's, it's coming. What's your next step? For some, it's come back. For some of you, it's a sign up for next steps experience. For, for some of you this weekend, listen, it's about you beginning a relationship with Jesus. You come, you've been coming, and God is, God is drawing you. And this message is bearing witness. You want to flourish. You want, but listen, you don't, can't just come to church. You got to be the church. The only way to be the church is to be born again. So right now, if you're ready to open your heart up to Jesus, with every head bowed, every campus right now, we're going to pray this confessional prayer with you out loud. Right now, dear Jesus, I know I've sinned, and I am so sorry. Forgive me. Come into my heart. I need a fresh start. I put my faith in you. Save me. I confess you as Lord. Help me walk in you. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, come on, somebody, give some praise in the house. Man, off.
you know, we always want to help people take next steps in their relationship with Christ. And so maybe you prayed and asked God to be a part of your life, to come in and to rule and uh, be the Lord of who you are. Uh, in the back of the seat in front of you, there's a communication card, and you can fill that out. And uh, just let us know. And uh, we try not to do creepy things, and we won't show up at your house. But uh, we will actually uh, do whatever we can to help you grow in your relationship with Christ. And uh, our Next Steps area, which is in the lobby at each of our campuses, is actually a great place where you can go. And uh, the people there are equipped to help you get connected to small group or to begin serving. Uh, actually, this next weekend, a uh, week from today and then following, uh, our starting point groups uh, will begin uh, that Sunday and the week following. And uh, if you would say, you know what, I, I don't know that I know uh, a lot about the Bible or what it means or, or what God really is doing in my life or how he wants to use me. Uh, the starting point uh, group is an incredible place for you to go and get connected. And you can do that by going to the Next Steps area at this campus and just say, hey, I want to be a part of the starting point group. Uh, I personally listen to the messages that go along with that uh, that class or small group that we do. And it was incredible for me as I would listen and just uh, hear uh, a different perspective about uh, why we believe what we believe. And so if you're, if you're struggling or if you have questions about your faith, I would just encourage you to sign up to be a part of the starting point groups by going to the Next Steps area. Um, anything else that we can do, if we can pray for you, there's a place for that on the communication card as well. I want to uh, just challenge you again. Uh, this is an exciting week in the life of our church. Tomorrow, we start our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And as I mentioned last week, uh, I would really encourage you, you know what, we can all do something. And you may not uh, fast, a, a liquid fast for 21 days. Some of you are like, somebody's really going to fast for 21 days? Right, yeah. And, and the goal is for us to participate as a church, for us to get involved, for us to be a part of this time when we pray and fast and ask God, God, what is it that you want to do in our life in this year, 2015? And uh, in the book that Pastor mentioned, the Planted book, uh, there's a devotional guide that goes along with each of those 21 days that Pastor Chris has written. These are available on your way out. They're also on tables in the lobby, and we have tons of them, and so you can take them or uh, take them for friends or family, people that you know that want to be a part of going through this uh, 21 days, whether they're fasting or they just want to be a part of the devotional time uh, together with our church family. You don't want to miss picking up one of these and being a part of that. Uh, also, I want to remind you guys that next Sunday is our Next Steps experience. And so if you would uh, just have more questions about Faith Promise, or if you're looking for a group or a place to serve, it's a great uh, opportunity for you to go and be a part. Uh, you can mark that on your communication card as well. And this year, uh, the entire year, the Next Steps uh, opportunity that happens at our campuses at each of our locations happens on the second Sunday of the month. And so uh, you'll know that that's coming up each month as we make our way throughout this year. Now, the last thing I want to tell you before we go, this is an exciting time in the life of our church because today, actually, uh, just a few minutes ago, I got a text message from Pastor Kyle, who's our communications pastor, and he said tons of people were pouring into our new campus uh, in North Knoxville, uh, the former building that was the Trinity Chapel. Isn't that amazing? And here's the thing that I never want you guys to forget is that that's not just happening there. It's not something that's over there. It's a part of who we are because many of you have sacrificed and given and supported our church faithfully. And we came through our heart for the harvest season and the resources from that have helped fund uh, the opportunity that we have at that location.
location as well. Uh, but people are going there, uh, some people who've never been there before. And then next weekend on the 11th, we've invited the entire community. We've sent a mailer out to Halls and Fountain City and Powell to invite people to come to that location at 1030 uh, as we worship together there. It's an amazing place. I hope that at some point you'll get the opportunity to go to every campus uh, of our Faith Promise campuses. It is an absolutely uh, phenomenal place. Our team, uh, Pastor Mike and Candace and uh, Kevin and Noah, and then Pastor Kyle Gilbert, who's our communications pastor, who oversees all of our branding and marketing and our, uh, our facility design and things like that. They have spent just hundreds, if not thousands of hours over the last eight weeks uh, working together to make that happen, along with just hundreds of volunteers from our North Knox campus who are committed to make that the best place for people in that area to experience Christ and to grow in their relationship with him. And so I think we should join together and just pray that God does an amazing work there uh, this morning, and then we're going to be dismissed. So let's just pray and ask God to do something significant. God, as the people of North Knox worship right now, we ask that you would inhabit their praise and that, God, you would draw people to yourself. Um, we really do come together as the body of Christ and support the work of God that is happening at that location. Father, so many people have sacrificed and given and supported through generosity so that we could have the location. And then hundreds of others who have uh, just worked in that facility to make it all that it will be this weekend. And God... I pray that right now you would just move and that you would bring a refreshing and just an amazing spirit as we have the opportunity to do ministry in that community each day of the week. You have provided such a phenomenal place, and we are grateful, God, that you worked out every detail for us to have the presence that we will for the place of ministry in that community. And so we ask you to move. God, as the mailers hit home uh, this week and in the weeks to come, God, people who have already received them and who are looking for a place of worship this time of year, God, I really do pray that they would get planted in your house and experience all that you have for them, God, the fullness of who you are. We love you so much, God. Thank you for a church that's committed to reach out and take the message of Christ to our community all the way to the ends of the earth. In Christ's name we pray. Some of our pastors are going to be down front. We'd love the chance to minister to you and pray with you. We love you guys. Pastor Chris is here next weekend. Be blessed and have a great week.